I've been robbed. So have you. You have been robbed. Do you realize it? Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa Ann Homick from Homick Advanced Chiropractic and also BrainSense Telehealth Self-Discovery Sessions. And this is the Brain Snob Podcast. A little bit different from the Brain Snob episodes I put on YouTube. So watch YouTube and listen to these episodes as well. Uh, This is Season 2, Episode 2. I want to talk about how we've been robbed, and it was so bad, it was so bad that we didn't realize we were robbed because we didn't know what we had, we didn't know the value. Picture, um, Picture a nice lady going to a car place, and she wants to sell her car, trade it in or whatever, and she really took good care of it, and it's, um, and it's a model that actually has gone up in value, and the, the folks at the car lot kind of talked down and said, you know, it really wasn't as valuable, you know, oh, it's probably, it's worth about such and such on the market or the blue book or whatever you want to talk about, and um, so we'll give you so much money for your car. Meanwhile, they know they've stumbled upon something of great value, great value, and they want to get it. They want to keep it for themselves. They don't want to share the opportunity. They don't want to share the profit. They give this lady a very little tiny amount. That's how we are going through life today. And I sort of had a an idea about it, but it didn't really catch fire for me until, I don't know, last year, this year, 2020 or 2021. Here's another example. Uh, somebody has a comic book, was stuck in the attic for a long time, or baseball card, and they take it to a collector, and the collector says, well, that wasn't a good year, um, you know, it was it was a popular comic book. It had good characters. I don't know anything about comic books, people. I, I remember reading the Snoopy little paperback books that were all just comics. I loved those. Remember those? When you were a little kid, Snoopy, Charlie Brown, they were the best. So you have a comic book, and the collector says, well, this year... It was, a, it was popular at the time. It was really a good seller. Kids enjoyed it. But it doesn't have any value. It doesn't have the value like you would imagine. So this collector takes, I'll give you, I'll give you a few dollars for it. But the collector turns around, realizes the collector is sitting on a gold mine. And dishonestly takes it and benefits from it benefits from it because the collector was fibbing to the owner you are the owner of your body and the whole world has been fibbing to you fibbing to you about what you have and you don't know what you have you want to you want to believe your body's good. You want to believe that you're healthy. But you have been told your whole life 
about the bad things that can happen to your body. I grew up the same way. I, I know. When I saw my grandma decline, and we had to deal with all her pills, if you remember my story, and I said, this isn't going to be me. When I'm her age, I'm not going to go for that. No. And you've got to decide. I guess, I don't know. I decided when I was in 10th grade, however old I was then, 15, 15 or 16. I decided that's not going to be me. Did I have a plan? Did I have a plan for how that wasn't going to be me? Watching my grandmother? You know, I sort of do. Maybe I thought I did back then, and I, I think I do now, but I'm still learning. I am still figuring out things about what makes you healthy. We sure have concentrated on what makes you sick. I went to chiropractic college because I discovered how profound the chiropractic adjustment is. And I want other people to experience that same thing. It is profound. It is life-changing. It's life-saving. Maybe not on the level of uh, brain surgery is life-saving, but it's life-saving on a day-to-day -day basis if you understand what it takes to protect your health, preserve your health, rebuild your health. That's how chiropractic is, and that's how I discovered it when I was looking at changing careers. So I went to chiropractic college thinking, oh, this is going to be a wonderful experience. This is, I'm just going to continue to grow. I'm going to continue to be excited and learn more. Because remember, I was working, working in mental health. I was dealing with the mind. I was dealing with people's mental issues and their, their tragedies and their chronicities. And I wanted to help them empower themselves through talk therapy through the understanding of the mind and psychology. That's how I started out in my, my career. And then I realized there's a gap there because there is a mind and body connection. And when I'm focusing on just the mind, the body kind of rebels. And when your body's not happy, you can't, you can't do well on either side, mind and body. You've got to take both as a package mind and body together and chiropractic was that for me it was that mind and body link but I wanted to go to school and learn more about the body as well as learn how to adjust the spine because the spine are your connection points that's how you reach the brain you reach the brain through the spinal bones the spinal joints anyway I go to chiropractic college and what am I learning about? I'm learning about pathology. I'm learning about disease. I have to learn how to name all these diseases, the presentations of the diseases. And the more I learned that, the more, and I didn't realize it at the time because we're learning, learning, learning. We got to get the job done. We got to get the good grades. We got to get the diploma. And then you go out and help people. Not realizing that everything I studied made me feel useless made me feel like how and and I kind of brushed brushed that aside in the back of my mind you know you can compartmentalize these things oh, I'll deal with it later I've been dealing with it for 20 years more than 21 now this will be my 21st year in practice and I've 
All this knowledge slowed me down. I look back 20 years, and I know I've been busy. I've been busy helping people get out of their funk. And I sometimes wonder, I didn't get them out enough. I, I did just enough. But we've been taught to strive for just enough, especially when it comes to our health. We're just going to get by. We're going to have temporary relief, temporary improvement. Then we're going to go back to life, business as usual, until something else happens. And we're, we're going to take a step back, try to replenish ourselves. We'll utilize chiropractic so we can get things improved in our lives in our lifestyle, and then we're going to go back to business as usual. That's all I've done for 20 years, is help people get to business as usual. And that's, I guess that's good, because people say, oh, they really appreciate the chiropractic work, they appreciate the messages I gave them, the teaching, and I have realized, and I'll, I'll get to you, I'll get to this in another podcast episode of when that turning point was because it's a, it was a slow turning point. What can I say? It wasn't that great aha moment where I just woke up and said, oh, I need to do things completely differently. That sort of happened, but you're, you're, you're stuck. You say, oh my gosh, I've been wrong my entire life. And I have some blog posts if you go to createpurpose.com and I talk about what I've been doing wrong for my entire life. And I'm still unraveling that because if you realize you've been wrong your entire life, you've got to redo everything. You have to go in a complete reversal and you have got to reject and discard some of your activities that you have done that me myself what I have done so I want to share this but I think it's gonna freak people out it's gonna blow their minds or they're they're just gonna put up this wall this glass wall and say that's not how I've been living my life for so many decades me too I I'm not gonna tell you my age you'll figure it out <laughs> if I if you listen to my story long enough but Wow I've really been listening to a lot of bunk for decades and I've been tossing out little bits here and little bits there and I think that's what I need to do in the next my next podcast is how I've tossed out certain ideas I'm taking I'm writing this down I'm writing a note to myself Um, tossed out certain ideas and it's been one at a time and it's been slow I'm still writing. I'm writing a note to myself so I can um, address this on the next podcast. I've learned so much about disease that the uh, the other end, the other end of the spectrum, we kind of brushed aside in my education. So here's what we learned: we learned how to take a person's chief complaint, take their history, kind of make a timeline, a roadmap of how they got here. And then we write it up. It's called a SOAP note, Subjective, Objective, Assessment, and Plan. So we've got the subjective, which is your version of the story, what you're feeling, your experiences. And the the O is objective, 
Now I have to do testing. I have to have measurable things to write down in a chart, measurable things that I can work on. I got to tell you, that's boring. That bores me to tears, but I do it. I do it because I don't know. Is there a believability factor in there? I've got to match it up with what's in the textbook. I've got to match it up. Oh, here's your range of mobi- range of motion. Oh, can you lift your arm to 180 degrees or can you only go to 90? Where does the pain begin? Oh, the pain begins at about 70. Okay, well that's we've we've got to figure out um, which muscle uh, are which muscle is. Uh, struggling. Is it the deltoid muscle, the supraspinatus muscle? Do you have a de- uh, tear and the supraspinatus? Do you have a spur? This is what I w- learned. So I can, I can go back and say, oh, look how far you're moving your arm now today. Look at how much improvement you have. No. That is just a bunch of statistics, a bunch of numbers that I write down in your chart. Does it make you a better person? No. So it helps you rake the grass a little bit easier, rake those leaves in the yard. Might even help you shovel the dirt when you've got to work on that mulch pile. So, yeah, that's 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 good for the moment. That's good for the next few weeks as you're getting through the summer and keeping your yard looking beautiful. That's wonderful. Does that make you a better person? Maybe. Your journey is yours, and I'm not here to tell you what to do in your journey, but I would like you to upgrade your journey. I feel like I'm upgrading mine, and I'm kind of unraveling myself. Maybe I sound that way. Do I sound like I'm unraveling myself? And what else? So I'm talking about what I learned, a soap note, how to write a soap note so you can uh, justify the reason for adjusting somebody because we not me not a hundred percent of the time but you we've got to show something in your chart note something for the insurance company to justify what you're doing s is subjective you tell me your story o is the objective o is what i can confirm to show you're not lying I suppose we actually had to learn about um, when people make up stories about their malingering the word had to come to me we had to learn about malingering and how to figure out somebody is actually fibbing and making their pain worse than it really is or they're making it look like they're disabled and they really aren't so we had to figure out if somebody's malingering and that's part of the objective note-taking for your chart objective can I confirm what the person is telling me so number one I'm supposed to act like you're lying and I've never done that I've never done that I don't people if, if they're gonna lie they'll lie somewhere else because there isn't much I'm gonna do for them to help them get disability or whatever that negative reinforcement is out there to to make yourself look worse than you really are S-O-A-P. So the A stands for assessment. That's where I give you a diagnosis. But I don't want to diagnose. And diagnosis means uh, you're, stuck in a, you're stuck in that little gate. That little, uh, that little walking path leading you to slaughter. And let me backtrack here. When you're 
are given a diagnosis, you're stuck in this label where you can only go in one direction, maybe two. You can get better or you can get worse. And you're in that, that cattle shoot. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I'm thinking back to Temple Grandin when she invented that system for that helped the cattle get from point A to point B. So the, the whole, the, the slaughtering of cattle can be as humane as possible for the cattle industry. And if you ever watched the movie about Temple Grandin and how she really had empathy for the cattle and that's what I'm talking about. That little pathway where they're going down the chute, they're kept calm, um, and they are headed to slaughter in such a way that the meat isn't ruined and that the it's as humane as possible. So that's what I'm talking about. When you're given a diagnosis, now you're led down that chute. You may be, you're going to... You're going to be kept calm and you are going to be given medications that will help you tolerate the situation. And people are just going to say, you're getting older and of course you feel worse because that's part of the aging process. And that is why I don't want to give somebody a diagnosis because I spent how many years studying pathology not only did I study psychopathology you know the mind how the mind can become diseased but also physiopathology how your body can go wrong you spend so much time learning that that's depressing and that it's it's still radiating in the back end of your brain so you've always got this feeling about something bad, something worse. So here we are. We're in a this, this state of pandemonium where we have been led to believe that there's this humongous health crisis in the world. And something new has to happen to restore our health. There is no such thing as something new. Here's the thing. We know how to repair ourselves and get back to health. That's why all these natural approaches have popped up all over the place. That's why we have acupuncture. That's why we have chiropractic. That's why we have naturopathy. That's why we have nutritional therapy because the, the same baseline activities that are taken on, that you take on is what gets you healthy. Ask that guy, um, who wrote sorry I took a pause break there to answer the phone there was nobody there one of those calls um, uh, the guy Chris beat cancer that's right his name's Chris Chris Wark if you read his book about how he beat cancer that is that's the plan for for any kind of health reclaiming. If you want to reclaim your health, you, you do the things he did. Um, if you read, um, there's a kid on Facebook, Kid Against Chemo, how he gave up chemotherapy because it was making him worse, him worse. And now he does all these different natural approaches 
and he reclaimed his health. If you read about Terry Walls and the Walls Protocol, she had MS in one of those. She was at the point where she was in a meta, uh, one of those uh, mechanical electric wheelchairs. She could barely function. She reversed that. She reversed that issue that and and they called it MS. They said she had MS. And interestingly, if you listen to her interviews, she still has on her MRIs bad-looking placking in her brain. She said that she healed herself with nutrition. She said the brain the brain MRI doesn't reflect it. Of course, it doesn't reflect it. We see her. She's walking and talking. She's out of that wheelchair. The MRI doesn't reflect her healing. And she said different parts of her brain have taken over. The brain is wonderful. That's why I became a chiropractor. Because your brain and spinal cord are going to be the conductors, the directors of your body. We know what makes us healthy. And it's pretty much very similar, no matter what that named disease is. It doesn't matter what the name is, and but we're stuck on it. That's why you've been robbed. You have been robbed of your own healing capability. Now, I don't want to use the word healing anymore because no matter what state your body is in, it is, it's, it's doing something purposeful and protective. If you listen to my last podcast, that when you go in that fight or flight response, it is protective. It's protective and it's helping you get through whatever situation your brain perceives as a threat. And then you get out of that state when the threat is over and you are in the replenishing and rebuilding state. Both states are necessary. One is not worse than the other, as long as we replenish. So I, I talk about treating it like a budget. There is a time to splurge and burn through your energy to protect you. And then there's a time to replenish and rebuild your body so that you are ready for that next important moment of fight or flight when your body goes into protection mode. It's the budget. And... You have been robbed of your budget, and I'm going to say it's your budget of knowledge because we do not have the knowledge of how our body works. We are only told of how our body goes bad, and in in reality, our body doesn't go bad. The only time our body is bad is when that heart stops beating because we don't have enough of that resilience left. We don't have any of that regenerative ability left because we've we've used it all up. I've been robbed, you've been robbed, and now I've decided to change that. I'm, um, the, the sad part is, here's the good, I'll say sad part is, you were not really robbed, you were just manipulated to believe you were, believe you only, what you had wasn't good enough. We've been taught that what we have is barely able to take care of us. Really, think about all these disease processes and we go to the doctors and we're, we're just told, take this pill or do this surgery. 
and maybe a little bit of um, shaming. Oh, you're you're not eating right. You're eating. I won't even go there. That's another podcast episode. The good news is you still have it. It wasn't really stolen. Your ability to rebound and bounce back from these protective responses. You've got that ability. It was, they can't really take it from you. They can only pretend you don't have it. So, before I have you totally confused and thinking, oh, this lady's crazy. I, I would never <laughs> come into her office and get an adjustment from her. But, but it's different when we're face-to-face, honestly. Because when we're face-to-face, your story becomes center stage and how I can help you realize all that ability is coming from you. All I'm doing is helping open, opening up that doorway for you to walk through. And that's why there are three doorways. The doorway that of moving your brain, the doorway of feeding your brain, and the doorway of talking to your brain. So you haven't really been robbed. You've just been misled maybe lied to and you have got the ability everything your body does is correct for the situation we have turned appropriate function into a disease we have appropriate function at all times we don't need to call it a disease if you call it a disease you're speeding up that cycle of of degeneration and I know we we do degenerate we eventually reach that point of no return where the body doesn't bounce back and does not have that rebounding factor. I want to talk to you about how you can maintain what you have for a long, long time and really enjoy your life. So when I talk about somebody raising their arm to 180 degrees, It's not about how high we've got your arm moving. I know the insurance companies want to see a beginning, a middle, and an end. They want to see progress in that arm. I want to see progress in your brain. I want, I can't see that. It's it's within you. Sorry. I want you to experience progress in your whole life as a whole, as a participant in the world. How you are a positive ripple effect to everybody else around you in your community. And you need to know the stuff you're really made of. And you need how to really protect that stuff you're made of. And we kind of gone in the wrong direction. And I'm reversing that direction. I've been robbed. But I'm taking it back. Actually, I wasn't really robbed. But if you don't know you're robbed, that's the one problem. If you don't know you were tricked, that's the problem. Now, when you realize you have more ability than you've been led to believe, that's in your brain, your your brain's ability to take care of you and that everything is appropriate and protective when it's in the fight or flight state. All I want you to do is understand the fight or flight response and how to get back to the vagus state of replenishing and rebuilding and how you have to understand that transition because you're transitioning day in and day out multiple times in one day. When I say 
How are you transitioning between these states? That's the important part. And that's ignored in the mainstream. And the mainstream is where the dead fish all go in one direction, down with the current. How are you transitioning between these, the state of fight or flight and the state of the vagus, the parasympathetic rest and digest? You're going back and forth all the time. And I want you to be excited about that, even when it's, dis is when it's disconcerting, when it's uncomfortable, when it's painful. I want you to understand why you're in each state why and when and that's where we grow not because we're in pain but because we know how to take better care of ourselves without the negativity without that negative spiral so the last podcast i talked about how we have to understand that when the body goes into that protective mode, it is appropriate. This episode, I'm talking about how we have been led to believe that we are just rotten, worse, we're worse, we're not, we don't have the ability. We're actually, our competency and confidence is knocked down probably our confidence when your confidence is knocked down that that that's not healthy that's not healthy because that's when the brain does get locked into that limbic system of feeling unsafe and we we don't want to be in that system too long it's only going to protect as long as it can withstand it time to end this podcast uh, let's let's start on, let's have a positive note. Let's end. Let's end with some good news. You still have that ability. You've always had it. You were born with it. You may have felt like you're on this endless vicious cycle of getting nowhere. You may feel like you're in a rut. But that is where the brain training comes in, the talking to your brain. Step one, calm the fight or flight response. We do it with chiropractic and nutrition and brain training. We do it by moving your brain, feeding your brain, talking to your brain. Next step, we have to nurture that vagus process of rest and digest. We, how do we do that? We move the brain, we feed the brain, we talk to the brain. When you are in that state of resting and digestion, rest and digest, you are able to now step into encouraging the prefrontal cortex to do take on some new learning. The prefrontal cortex needs your body to be calm because new learning can take can only take place when you have a slowed brain. And that new learning is what is going to improve your future that new learning I call it brain training we can call some of it stress management but a lot of it is understanding why your body does what it does not being afraid of it not hating it or looking down on it but working with it and we can work with our bodies 
instead of work against our bodies. If this isn't making sense to you, <laughs> let me know. Um, send me an email, bfachirocoach at gmail.com. BFA stands for Brain First Always or Brain First Action. <laughs> the brain first. Because if you put the brain first, the body follows. I'm available for Brain Sense telehealth self-discovery sessions. I also do chiropractic care if you live locally. And I want you to know that everything the body does is correct for the situation. Let's uh, figure out what the situation is and let's constantly rebuild and replenish the body. Your life is a budget. There's a time to splurge and then there's a time to build up your reserves and pay yourself back. How are you transitioning between these states? That is the message we really didn't learn adequately growing up or in college or anywhere. <laughs> How are you transitioning between these states? How are you handling yourself when you're in each state? And here's some uh, questions to ask yourself. Let me flip the page here. Okay, here's the starter questions. Just, just to get, um, get things going. I know your spark was put out. We, we had this spark of curiosity and it kind of gets snuffed out. Here's how I want you to get, rebuild that spark. What do you dislike about your body's function? That's where we begin. You, you can admit it. There's something about your body you do dislike. But I'm going to call it your body's function. I'm not going to label it good or bad. What do you dislike about your body's function? The next question is, what is your fight or flight dealing with? When you're in that state of fight or flight, how is your body dealing with it? How are you dealing with it? And do you recognize what has put you in the fight or flight? What got you there? What's the reason? What is that survival reason your body is taking on? What is that threat your body believes and perceives it needs to protect you from? What is the fight or flight you're dealing with? And then how are you nurturing the vagus process? Another question, what new learning are you exposing your prefrontal cortex to? That goes a little bit deeper. You don't need to know the answer to that right now. And rate yourself at the four functional levels of the nervous system. There are four. I teach that in Brain Sense Telehealth self-discovery sessions. So the, the, the two big questions, what do you dislike about your body's function? And what is your fight or, fight, fight or flight dealing with? And the third one, how are you nurturing your vagus process? So there's five questions. The, the first three you can answer easily. The, the next two, we go a little bit deeper. We dive in. We dive into Brain Sense Telehealth Self-Discovery Sessions. You don't have to feel like you've been robbed. The comic book was the comic book that was taken away from you that somebody else cashed in on. That's the scenario. We, we're, we're not in that scenario. 
because you still have that ability. You still have that talent. That talent of proper body function without mislabeling it as something awful and terrible and a disease and a disease crisis. You ready for that next step? Join me. Upgrade your journey. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to look at the blog, createpurpose.com, and look for my YouTube channel. It's just titled Lisa Ann Homick, but it's Brain Snob on YouTube. Thank you, and I will be chatting soon.